Good morning, and thank you for praising the Lord with us. Thank you for leading us in worship, praise band. Actually, this is the pre-recorded message of today's sermon, and if you're listening this morning, thank you for tuning in. If you missed worship with us, thank you for making worshiping the Lord and study of His Word and listening to sermons a priority in your life. In John 1.1, we read, In the beginning was the Word, excuse me, And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This is week three in the Gospel book of John, a new series titled Believe and Live. And we're going to be in this great book for a while. There's a lot to learn in this great book. The book is all about Christ, Jesus, the Son of God, the Word, Christ, the Messiah, the Savior of the world, our Lord and the Lamb of God. Through him we may believe and live. God is good. Amen. God is good. Amen. Please open now to John chapter 1, 19 to 36. Today, week 3, we will look to the witness of John the Baptist. We will see essentials of a good witness. Essentials like declaring the wilderness, shining in darkness. Christ is the light and life of the world, the Son of God. The Word is God, and He is the Lamb of God. He is our Savior. Repent of your sins and turn towards Christ. Here now at John 1.19, John begins to end his great prologue with all its great and intense concentration of theological truth and begins to focus on the witness. Yes, the witness of John the Baptist. Let's read on. Please follow along as I read from John 119 to 37. <clears throat> and this is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. I am not the Christ. And they asked him, well, what then? What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, no. So they said to him, who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of the one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. As the prophet Isaiah said in chapter 40, verse 3, And as this also helps to summarize John's purpose, not necessarily his name, because it's not about him. He could care less about himself. He cares about Jesus, the prophesied Messiah. And he says, I am the voice of the one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. We read on. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Then why are you baptizing if you are neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John's probably thinking, I just told you, I'm preparing a place. I'm preparing the way of the Lord. But he says, or they say, then why are you baptizing if you are neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? And John answered them, I baptize with water. But among you stands one who do not know, even he who comes after me. The strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany across the the Jordan where John was baptizing. 
The next day, he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Excuse me. This is he of whom I said, After me come the man who ranks before me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but for this purpose I came baptizing with water that he might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness. I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, the Lord said to him, he on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. The next day, again, John was standing with two of his disciples, and he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. Thank you for following along with me. Today, as we look to the witness of John the Baptist and see essentials for a good witness, we look to the identity and the message of John the Baptist. Essentials of a good witness for the Lamb of God, the Son of God. Throughout this scripture, we will see abundant applications to our own life. You cannot miss them. This scripture is profound, yet so simple. It is deep enough for an elephant to swim, yet simple enough for a child to wade. John the Baptist was a witness, a representative. And as I thought about this idea, I thought about my dad. Growing up and to this day, as far back as I can remember, my dad has been a sales manager for a few different companies. He would travel around the states and sometimes to other countries to sell his company's product. In so doing, he was a representative of his company, a witness of a testimony, a witness with a testimony. The testimony would be on why they should buy his company's product. My dad would often talk about how to be a good witness a representative, and how he represented reliable industrial products. He would talk about how we were also representatives of the Rhodes family. Back to my dad. He would dress nice, always clean-shaven, have his hair nice and tidy, and would always have a nice car. That was a bonus. A side note, the company provided a company car as they wished to represent him to represent their company well. They don't want some salesman driving in in a beat-up old car that looks like the company's barely surviving. No, they wanted him to look like their company was great. From the moment my dad was leaving the house to call or visit with a company, to the moment he pulled in a factory's parking lot, and throughout the visit, he was a witness with a testimony of the greatness, the greatness of his company's value and products and would sell them on why they should buy from him. Yes, part of the show was to sell the company on him. Why to buy from him? He needed to look the part of a trustworthy salesman in order to get doors open to conversations, but ultimately see that he was not a witness of his own product, but the products of his company. John here is a witness 
for Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Lamb of God. He would not build up himself, but the Messiah. He was a representative. And he repped well. The scriptures tell us this in this in verses 34 to 35, saying, And I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. He was a witness of the Son of God. And verse 35 says, The next day again, John was standing with two of his disciples. And he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. We too are representatives. We are witnesses with a testimony. But what we are representing is no mere product, my friends. We are like John the Baptist, witnesses of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, one who came to us as the Lamb of God, a sacrificial Lamb. This John is a witness, and in representing Christ, we see his identity and purpose as a selfless man devoted on representing not himself well, but our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He would, I quote, prepare, straighten, smooth out a road for the Messiah. Part of this would be in declaring sin and a need for repentance and baptizing with water. You see, before Jesus even comes into the picture here, we see John apparently representing the Messiah so well that the Jews here in John, the Jews referring to the religious bureaucracy or Pharisees, sent some experts, priests, and Levites to investigate. What are they investigating? Who is this John the Baptist? And apparently, they thought he may be the Christ. John immediately denied this. <clears throat> wow. Let me tell you, the application is already endless for us here. What is our witness? Who or what do our lives and our message, our actions, our attitudes represent? Do we take too much credit ourselves? How do we represent? Who do we represent? Seriously, how are you doing at representing the Son of God, Jesus Christ? the Lamb of God. How is your witness? Apparently, John the Baptist was causing such a commotion, such great excitement out in the wilderness that the Pharisees sent priests and Levites to investigate. This was not normal operation. Would people ever come to investigate and to question you? Again, would people ever come to investigate and to question you. And wow, to be thought of as the Christ, the Messiah? Would they hear the message of hope in your voice, in your attitude, in your actions? Would you deny it? And would you say, no, I am simply a voice? More on this in a moment. He was also referred to as Elijah or as the prophet. John the Baptist may have had actions and messages as a great man of God like Elijah or the appearance of a prophet wearing camel hair coat, 
feeding on wild honey and locusts of the land and spending much time with God. We read this in Matthew. John may have been like Elijah in proclaiming the Lord and preaching against sin and a need of repentance. But no, he is not them. He would deny these claims. This is John the Baptist and his witness was not of himself, but of one greater. One who was before him. One who he states he is not worthy to untie the sandals of. One who he saw witnessed and witnessed as the son of God and saw the Holy Spirit coming upon six weeks before. In John the Baptist, we see essentials of a witness for Jesus. Notice how from the very beginning of questioning and to the very end, he never takes credit for anything. Anything. <clears throat> he does not get pu a puffed up ego. He does not even for a moment allow these priests and Levites to think he is someone he is not. Throughout his witness, his questioning, he points them to his real and true identity as he also proclaims his message of the Son of God as the Lamb of God. Worthy is he, the one who was with God, the one who is God, the one whom all things were created through, the one who created the world and comes to save the world. This is the Lamb of God. Notice the message of John the Baptist. Notice his actions, his attitude. Notice that he was always on mission, purposed, truthful, humble. Notice how he continually reflects Christ's light and life, not his own. Notice how he proclaims God's message of life, life hope, and repentance. These are all essentials of a good witness. Notice how he proclaims that he is a voice in the wilderness, one proclaiming to make straight the way of the Lord. John the Baptist never claims to be the word. That's Jesus. Listen closely to me, friends. John would claim to be just a voice, just a voice proclaiming for the word. He was not the substance, but just the communicator. Barring imagery from the Old Testament passage in Isaiah 40, he was saying, I am merely a workman making a road, a way for the Messiah. He moved the emphasis away from himself continually. Continually. Do we do the same? What great humility. What great humility. In fact, Jesus thought highly of this John the Baptist. He would say in Matthew 11, 11, <clears throat> Truly I say to you, among those born of women, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. How does your life compare to the witness of John the Baptist? To the essentials of a witness for Jesus we see in him? We have an amazing Lord and Savior to represent. How are we doing this in our lives? 
Notice next, not just his identity or message, but his attitude and actions which would come from this rightful attitude of humble adoration. John knew Christ to be greater than him before him as the son of God, the word. He existed before him and he was above him in every way. John rightfully sees Jesus not simply as a lamb of God sent for our for or on our behalf, but also rightfully as the son of God and one who he is not worthy to even untie the sandals of. Now, friends, this was a job normally reserved for the lowliest. Slaves. And yet John the Baptist says he is not worthy. He is not worthy. Next, notice how he sees Jesus from a distance the next day and probably stops everything, drops everything to point out and look, watch. I quote, Jesus, as he walked by and said, behold, the lamb of God, behold, the lamb of God. This is a rightful attitude towards Jesus. This was also John's purpose and message for all to hear. One sentence here, and we have the very essence of the Christian's message. Behold, behold, behold the Lamb of God. If priests and Levites were still present, they would know who Jesus was now. He proclaims, stop and look, behold, behold him, him, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This title, the Lamb of God, identifies the origin and purpose of Jesus. This is the one that God himself has provided. Man cannot provide for himself a means to deal with his sin problem. And friends, the Lamb of God still walks today. All around us, he is with us, he is in us, he is in us through the Holy Spirit. He is active in the world today, and he still saves. Christ the Lord is risen and reigning victoriously at the Father's side, and he always will be victorious. Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the Savior of the world, the Lamb of God. But... He is also the son of God, God himself and our Lord. Do you have a rightful attitude towards Jesus and his divinity as both the son of God and the righteous lamb? How do you represent him? How are you doing as a witness? As we close, yes, we are wrapping up now. My take home message to you is like this great gospel book. Simple yet profound. I have one question. To ponder. Yes, just one. Just one. I've given you plenty of other applications to consider throughout this message. Consider this now. The one question is this. What are you doing to be a witness for Jesus, the Son of God, and the righteous Lamb who came for you? Seriously, ponder this. Think on this. Chew on it. Write it down to ponder today. Every day, what are you doing to be a witness for Jesus, the Son of God, and the righteous Lamb who came for you, who came for you?
for the world. Do you have questions? Want to discuss, brainstorm what you could do, what all of us could do? Come see me. Do you know Jesus as Lord? Come see me. Come see me so that you can see him. Let's grab a cup of coffee or go fishing and talk about how to be a better representative for Jesus. Let's go for a walk. A walk with Jesus. Let's discover how to have a better witness of the Son of God as the righteous Lamb. John bore witness that Jesus is the Son of God. John bore witness that Jesus is the Son of God and would proclaim, Behold the Lamb of God. When was the last time you did that? Are you a witness for Jesus? Do you represent his greatness and love? Remember John 3.30, he must become greater, I must become less. Christ's body and blood, his sacrifice, this reality must be a primary in our witness and in our thinking. Yes, Christ came to give abundant life. Christ worked miracles and he can work miracles in our lives today. But these are benefits of the gospel, not the gospel itself. Be a witness of the gospel. Proclaim the gospel. The gospel centers upon Christ as the sin bearer, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The lamb is the eternal message of the witness of Christians. Let me say that again. The lamb is the eternal message of the witness of Christians. This is our message. It is mine. It is yours in Christ. Brothers and sisters, in Christ, be a witness. Represent Jesus, the Son of God who came as the Lamb of God to take away the sin of the world. What are you doing to be a witness for the Son of God and the righteous Lamb as the righteous Lamb who came for all? Let's close in prayer and song now. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you're excited to worship together. What a blessing. What an opportunity we have this morning. Lord God, we thank you for this blessing, this opportunity to worship you today. And to worship and see and to understand Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the Lamb of God, who came and bore the sins of the world upon him so that we might have life forevermore with you. Peace with you, a restored relationship with you. We give you the glory now, every day of our lives. Guide us, convict us on how we can be a witness for Jesus. The Son of God is the righteous Lamb who came for us. Amen.